Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. I'm back in Medellin. I'm so glad to be back. I was in New Orleans at the New Orleans Investment Conference, St. Bart's in the Bahamas for the mastermind meetup. And I'm finally back. And uh, the camera, we got that turned off because internet is slow. We're still working on that problem. <laughs> I got a lot of problems around here. I got in last night and Adriana painted all my doors, for heaven's sakes, which is great because they look good. But, oh, the smell in here was terrible. So I had to have her have the handyman come over this morning and take out all of my doors. So in my entire penthouse apartment right now, there are no doors, none, except for the front door, and that's wide open. So if you see a bug flying around my head or a fly, you'll know the reason why. <laughs> I'm exposed to the elements here on the Rebel Capitalist channel, but still cranking out the videos for the Rebel Capitalist community. So the bottom line here is the George Gammon meme has gone viral. I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> and for those of you who don't know, let's go right over to this article from CNBC. I mean, everybody's talking about it. I saw this on the Wall Street Journal. I saw this on Yahoo. saw it on Financial Times and right here on CNBC. But you guys have heard me talk about this for the last year. So this should come as no surprise to the rebel capitalist community. Title of the article, <laughs> T-Bill and Chill. Now, to be fair, I didn't coin the term T-bill and chill, but you guys know that that is what I have been doing in my own personal portfolio for the last year. And now finally, the mainstream media and the financial news is catching on to the point where it's not just CNBC. It's Gunlock. I've always said that, well, you know that Gunlock watches Schiff's channel because he always uses uh, Peter Schiff's ideas and whatnot, but he might be watching the Rebel Capitalist channel as well. Because we can go right here to the Wall Street Journal, and this is just a couple paragraphs, so the title pretty much says it all. But even Gunlock is now jumping on the bandwagon and doing the T-bill and chill, which again is exactly what we've been talking about on this channel for the last nine months. We've been talking about the inversion. We've been talking about the opportunity that we might see when we inevitably get a recession and the Fed breaks something and you're getting 5.5% right now, roughly, in a one-month or a three-month T-bill. So I'm not giving any investment advice, but especially uh, those of you who are Rebel Capitalist Pro members, I've got a model portfolio in there, and it's 90% T-bills because you just sit back, chill, like the meme says, and you wait for the inversion to play out. Now, did you see that, Josh? There was that fly that just went... Ah, these things drive me crazy about these doors. This flies buzzing around my head. But anyway, you sit there and T-bill and chill while you wait for the inversion to play out. And we know by looking at history that every single time the curve uninverts, not disinverts, because you can see the long end steepening, that bear steepener that we talk about. But every single time going back to 1950, we have seen the curve uninvert where it steepens out no longer inverted by the front end going down as a result of the Fed dropping rates because the stuff hits the fan. So I am very content, which is what been, we've been talking about, by sitting there getting paid 5.5% on your dry powder for to wait for this house of cards to come crashing down, but then the trick is to have the discipline to go in and buy after the stuff hits the fan. That's the hard part. We talked about that last week when I was in St. Bart's. It goes back to... 
April of 2020. How many of you, you guys can raise your hand right now. In fact, I'll go over to the chat here. Josh, watch the chat for me and see how many people raise their hand. How many of you bought oil or oil producers, some derivative of oil, when it was negative $38 a barrel? That was right around April of 2020. Josh, watch the chat for me and see how many people, we'll do scouts honor here. We'll take them at their word. How many people bought oil or a derivative when it was negative $38 a barrel? I'm guessing not too many people. And you see my point there. My point is that in hindsight, it looks obvious, but while it's actually happening, it's incredibly difficult to pull the trigger at the right time because you think the world's coming to an end and you think the price is going down, 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 and you don't want to catch a falling knife. It's what I talked about with one of my good hedge fund buddies back in St. Bart's, the guy that was, was nice enough to tell me all these stories that go all the way back to Japan. That's where he started his career, and he lived through the Japanese bust. He lived through the dot-com, through the GFC, through the Cerveza sickness, and then through the crypto bust, and he made money on the way up and down every single time. And it's just having that philosophy and that wisdom to know that the best investments are always the ones where it's hardest to pull the trigger. So my point here is T-bill and chill. Exactly what we've been saying on this channel, the meme. I didn't invent the meme, but we can go ahead and, and we can claim it, Josh. I think we've been using it so much or we've been talking about the concept so much that we can go ahead and we can claim this meme as our own. <laughs> but let's get back to the CNBC article and go through the details. I don't want to go over a chart of the inversion, see what's happened in the past. And I want to connect the dots with real estate. And not just real estate in 2023 or in 2008, 2009. Oh, no, no, no. Real estate in the early 90s. You guys are going to love this. But before we get into those charts and the data, T-Bill and Chilwa, Jack Bogle's strategy of lazy investing is making a comeback. So they go through, it's more about this lazy investing and passive investing into just the S&P 500 and this whole idea that it's not about timing the market, it's about time in the market. I think that's complete nonsense. But the key talking points here with the meme stock rally in the rearview mirror, individual investors are rediscovering the philosophy made famous by Vanguard's founder. Fans call themselves Bogle. Okay, so then they go into it. But the main concept here is sitting in T-bill. See, but what they're doing is they're talking about just sitting in T-bills forever and then just buying the S&P 500. But that's not exactly what we're talking about. To me, that's not T-bill and chill. For me, T-bill and chill is keep your dry powder and something that's paying you 5.5% while you wait for the inversion to play out, the recession to play out, that's the chill part. And then you have the discipline to go in there and take action when the stuff has hit the fan and you can get these assets that you want to hold long-term on the cheap. Exact same thing that we saw during the dot-com bust, same thing GFC, same thing Cerveza sickness. And I think we're going to have a similar opportunity in uh, 2024. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as 
Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. So now let's go over to the two-year tenure here, something most of you are familiar with. And let's go back to see what would have happened if you would have employed this strategy. Well, let's call it 2006. Most people think that when you get this inversion that boom, the economy just hits a brick wall. And that's not true. That's, that's not the way this stuff works. So the people that have been calling about a recession warning, it's, it's at least, well, I can speak for myself. I can't speak for others. But it's not saying that, oh, we've got a recession next week. It's, oh, no, now you should be risk off. Now you should be paying attention because we've got this economic tsunami that's coming our way. It's being predicted by the bond market, which I think, especially at the long end of the curve, it isn't really impacted at all by the Fed. And I think there's an argument really the front end isn't impacted either. But getting back to the point here, the curve inverted in 2006. 2006. I think if you'd ask most people that have a recollection of the GFC when the curve inverted, they'd probably say 2008. No, no, no. 2006. In fact, it inverted for the first time right at the beginning of 2006, February. That's inverted again all the way to through, to, through 2006. Then it uninverts at the middle or the end of 2007. And then you guys know what happened from there. So if you would employ this strategy, you would have bought T-bills, let's say, in eh, 2006, 2007, and you'd be collecting, if my memory serves me well, right around the same, right around 5, 5.5, maybe 6%. And then you would chill until the curve uninverts, and then you wait to see how it plays out. The stuff hits the fan. That's represented by this gray area here. Call it in 2008, Lehman Brothers, Bear Stearns, et cetera. And then you would have had the buying opportunity of a lifetime when the S&P went down to roughly 660 point. I think it's actually 666, which is a little weird, but we'll shelf that for uh, next time I interview Alex Jones. <laughs> I'm sure he's got something to say about that. But that would have been the buying opportunity of a lifetime. Same thing. Think about uh, buying T-bills in 2000 and chilling until we have the dot-com bust and then going in and scooping up something like Amazon, right? And you say, okay, George, well, these are just two examples. No, no, no. Let's go back to buying T-bills in 89 and then chilling until early 90s. You say, well, George, it wasn't a big stock market crash or anything like that. Right, but let's go to real estate. Exactly what I was talking about earlier. This is a chart, the Case-Shiller. Now, this is adjusted for the CPI. In other words, adjusted for inflation. And most people don't even recall this. They don't even think this was a thing. But we had a huge real estate crash in the early 90s. For you boomers that are on the stream right now, you probably remember this. And this is when Trump, oddly enough, got wiped out. So, Josh, this was way before your time, and you probably don't even know this, but Donald Trump went bankrupt, or he was right on the brink of bankruptcy right here in the early 90s. 
because he got caught up in this bubble in real estate. That's when he was buying all those casinos in New Jersey and, you know, he was king of New York and he was on the, all the tabloids and whatnot. And then he almost went bust uh, right here when everything crashed. So if you look at the, the, the case, now if you look at this in nominal terms, you might not see as big of a crash, but you guys know from watching my channel that you got to adjust for inflation because it's all about purchasing power. And we can see that we had a big, big decline from call it 89. We're looking at the beginning of 89 all the way down. It didn't bottom out until 96. And this is another reason why I think there could be a big opportunity coming up, not now, but in the next three years or so in commercial real estate. Because obviously it's it's on the decline right now, but real estate moves very, very slowly. So it just gradually starts to go off that edge of the roller coaster and then it really goes down. But then it, it kind of levels out, but it's still going down. So you don't have to time it perfectly like you would have buying oil at negative 38. You can be much slower, but recognize that once it really goes down, then it starts to gradually go down and, and bottom out. That's the time to really maybe take an opportunistic play. I mean, back in residential, we saw how that worked out. Maybe the same thing will happen in commercial. But the overall message here, guys, is, oh, there's that fly right on my, uh, I almost got him. He was on my computer. <laughs> oh, boy. The trials and tribulations of what George Gammon deals with on the Rebel Capitals channel doing these live streams. I tell you what, I tell you what. The price I pay <laughs> dealing with flies and paint on the doors and everything else, the internet, the camera, but the bottom line guys is now the mainstream media is really start starting to talk about this guys like Gunlock really employing this strategy that have been watching this channel. Again, this isn't investment advice, but if you've been maybe, uh, well, if you've been considering employing some of the strategies that I use in my own portfolio and that model portfolio that we have at Rebel Capitalist Pro, then you guys have already been doing this. In fact, I talked to people uh, at this weekend in New Orleans who watch a lot of my videos and they come up and thank me. Oh, you know, thanks. I've had my dry powder and T-bills. I've been waiting and they've, they've done very, very well. Not that I get everything right, but uh, the bottom line is we're starting to see really smart people talk about this and I think we're, we're past the maybe buy the T-bill point, although I still think uh, that's a good play with dry powder. And now we're getting to the chill point. And once we get to the chill point, then you've got to start looking for the house of cards come crashing down. And then it goes from chill to take action. And that's exactly what will, that'll be the next meme. It'll go from T-bill and chill to chill, cash out the T-bills and then take action and buy stuff on the cheap. And we will definitely be following that transition right here on this channel. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. If you want to see more of the most recent, interesting stories we've discussed right here on this channel, Josh, put them in a playlist right about here. We'll see you in the next video.